It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. Uh, Ray Falls in the building. We did, did have possum, but immigration came and took him right away. It's true. But, um, still got a packed show. It's Ray Falls. I mean, I'm kind of this, actually. I'm sick of podcasts. Hold on, I'm ready. Couldn't realize how much I hated podcasts. That's what I did. <laughs> I have enough comedy to do. This podcast is my, my side hoe. This is my side bitch. Now my side bitch is my main bitch. Uh, my life is falling apart. <laughs> Podcasting is number one, and I can't. I didn't realize how much po- I hated podcasting. You hated so much. <laughs> yeah, but hey. can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. What we got there? I said there we go. Oh, dressed like a a a slug in a nineteen eighties movie. God, <laughs> are you on an iPhone too? <laughs> what is this? I'm getting like one out of every three words of Sherrod. I know, me as well. I, I'm going to turn oh, off my ears because I cannot hear you. Oh, you not hear me? I mean, I mean it's just, you're, you're, it's the, the worst audio quality I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it can't be that bad. Do you not have headphones, Sherrod? Like plug-in headphones? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. Any oh, ambient God. noise at all? <laughs> I think plug-in headphones would make a world of a difference. A million. Ugh. Oh, we'll work it out. <laughs> we'll get there someday. The <laughs> oh. like the iPhone headphones would make a big difference. They make a massive difference. Okay, one second. I'm trying to work on it. <laughs> this is yeah, we'll riveting content. Hot <laughs> on a mic, because you sound good. I'm on a mic. Look. No, Hot no, Tim sounds very clean. Oh, I'm sure. Hot oh, yeah, it's a new mic. I just. Oh, got I know why it sounds like that. Yeah, Hot Tim, you sound very clean. <laughs> oh, thank very you. Clean. I know why it sounded like that. Because I'm happy. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> I know why it sounded like that. How's that? That's much, much better. That's great. I think I cause I had like a, a clip thing was on. I had that clip thing on. I don't think I need the headphones, but I got them now. So fuck them. Great. Yeah. No, we were gonna throw up. <laughs> you can hear me now, though, huh? No point while we podcasting. I heard the word side hustle. I heard the word podcast a few times, but I didn't really. Listen. Well, here's the breakdown. Uh, I hate podcasting. You heard that? <laughs> I hate it. It's my side hoe. Listen. Without stand up. Podcasting stinks. <laughs> what else doing stand-up comedy is like, what is this? This is what I am now? Right, it is. Have you done any shows, Sherrod? Uh, not a one. I had one plan uh, in Royster, Pennsylvania a couple weeks ago, but then we had that uh, hurricane come through. So mm-hmm. now uh, comedy is the new baseball. Uh, we can get a rain delays. <laughs> you, know, you know, uh, Philly, uh, Helium, remember Helium? They open now. Really? Oh, Helium and Owen, thank you. Thank you, TV's Chachi. Why are you dressed like fucking Scott Bayo? We did a show there before. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Helium. I would love to do a show in Helium, but it's safe. I, re- I got to be safe, though, Hot Tom. I can't just be out there, you know, uh, getting uh, COVID. Mm. No, you have you to probably had it at some point. Just give it, give it till January. You know what? They said that there's going to be a vaccine in October, and no one wants it. <laughs> Trump said it. I don't think anybody else said it. Just it's Trump. a weird Soviet, like, it just doesn't smell right. I'm not getting Ralph, would you be the first? Ralph, would you do it? Would you be one of the first people to do the uh, the vaccine if I have the opportunity? A speed-tracked vaccine, I'm not trying. I will try one six months after it's released. A million percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to have a couple people do it. That's what, even, I told you before, this race force, man, even when they said they had volunteers to take, I was like, all I can think of is Tuskegee and how they gave the black people uh, syphilis without us knowing, uh, experimenting on us. So, yeah, I don't trust none of that. None of that first fucking, none of that. Let me see a year's worth of supply in, in people's uh, circulatory system. Then I can think about it. The weird thing is they say they're giving it to uh, emergency workers first, but those are the people that you need to stay healthy. So if it kills them, right. then we're going to have a real Yeah. Problem. 
I think I think uh, we, we all screwed. I think we all agree that the Jews should do it first. You know, <laughs> like it's a win-win situation. The Jews made it for the rest of you. Jews don't go first. It's a win-win situation either way. The Jews don't you. Be happy. <laughs> I like this Jew first uh, this uh, opportunity that we have in front of us. <laughs> I know that in Israel there's a 30-second test that you can take right now that is a 97% accuracy, but because it's in Israel, we don't own it. It's not here. Wow. Yeah, so because they're going to make us pay for it. That's why Israel is, uh, we need to stop giving them money for the military. They should have just shipped that over here. Why yeah. should we even have to call for it? They should already said, hey, it's already in the mail. Here it is. Uh, thanks for all the protection y'all give us, uh, Israel. Don't even get me started. Oh, please do. <laughs> please get started. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lawrence of Flatbush shirt agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> Shirts, thanks. <laughs> a plunging neckline you have, Hatem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're dressed like Schneider from one day at a time. Trust me, the right people got that joke. I know, the right people got that joke. I'm I'm 50, I got that joke. There's like, oh, thank you. There's like three different generations here right now. And I'm the uh, Ralph, you remember, you remember when Schneider used to keep the cigarettes up in his sleeve up here? Right here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not pretend to be him at, at any time well, as a kid and put like playing cards? He used to put playing cards up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also tried to do the Fonzie thing where you catch the nickels like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was cool back then. That's what we thought was cool. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, damn it. Man, if you see Fonzie now, he's just Henry Winkler, ain't he? <laughs> what? No. He says the Jew in a leather jacket is what I said. Oh, a Jew in a leather jacket. You have to translate it. <laughs> that might be the title for the show, Jew in a leather jacket. <laughs> so does anybody else miss the, you know, just the regular world, like going out and being, being able to go inside places and feel safe and not even think about this kind of thing? It has destroyed my getting laid game, for sure, because I can't take I hear that. My big thing is to take a girl to dinner, and I can't do that anymore, so it really hurt that. It also feels weird not to go to Gas Digital. I go once a week for like an hour and come home, but it feels, I feel disconnected to the universe for sure. Yeah, it's hard to just bring a girl back to your place and give her a, a, a uncrustable until I get ready. <laughs> if a girl is willing to fuck me on the first night without a condom is the same level of concern of a girl willing to meet me in the middle of COVID because I know she's not just doing this with me. People do right. it all the time. I mean, to be fair, it's not that crazy anymore. It was crazy back in March to go date. Like, we weren't doing that. But now You were dating back then, though. Don't listen to Karen. Karen never was She and never stopped was, dating. I saw on a date. <laughs> I know. I ran into Sherrod in the village. <laughs> and um, it was totally fine. I didn't get COVID at all. She tried to avoid, she didn't even know I was me. She was with the whitest kid, boy I ever saw in my life. He, he was, made the other whites from Puerto Rican. He was Dutch, Dutch guy, right? <laughs> He Dutch was a blonde guy. man with like yeah. extremely blonde eyebrows, like really, really blonde, where you're like, oh, you're not from here at all. <laughs> yeah, he was like uh, a bad guy. He looked like a bad guy in a James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking down Christopher Street or whatever and ran into Sherrod and I was horrified. <laughs> it was like, running into my own parent. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I don't even, this is just, uh, <laughs> I don't even know this person. <laughs> if you would have saw how red Karen turned when she saw me, she really like felt like she was busted. I was and like, is there any? Anyway, out of this, <laughs> and then I then I talked to that nerd. I talked to her Dutch nerd for a minute and impressed them because I knew it's stupid country and I left so much DNA over there. <laughs> it, might, it might be yours, Gerard. Were they wearing Good a mask? Bit. Uh, yeah, did they have a mask? No, I think she didn't have a mask on. You bitch. That's right. I had a mask on, and that's one of the first thing that I yelled at. It's like, where's your mask? I wasn't wearing a mask, no. I know, because you're trying to be cute, because it wouldn't match with your outfit. You're up there trying to get some some dingling. It's because, I'll tell you why, it's because I'd met up with him before, so it was like not the first date, and we were walking, and so the first time, so if I go on a date, I'm not like dating anymore, I just like gave up on it, it's just the worst. 
Um, and also, it's a fucking pandemic, so I don't know what I was thinking. Wait, wait, wait. What happened with Dutch, uh, Dutch boy paint? I'm telling what the story. To? Okay, so the first, here's the thing. If I, if I go on a date, and the first dates I've gone on with anybody, I always show up in a mask, even though, like, to be honest with you, if I'm just walking around the street, I'll just, like, stay six feet away from everybody and just, like, not sweat it that much and just wear it indoors. But anyway... I always wear a mask when I show up because I need the moral high ground, right? Like, if worse comes to worse, I can always be like, well, you weren't wearing a mask, so that's a little fucked. You're talking right. about since COVID, right? Not before that, because that would okay. be weird. No, I've been doing this She's all the time. She's like a time was <laughs> a, 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 I'm a highly autistic. <laughs> I'm extremely a, autistic. I have always worn a mask. <laughs> a condom's optional, but a mask, she's trying to get the high ground. <laughs> so then we were meeting up again. I was trying to be cute. I, wa I wasn't trying. Who tries? I was cute. You guys see me, obviously. You have eyes. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was like a fun thing. We walked around. That was the first time in a while that I like. Motherfucker, get to the breakup. I thought you were telling us how, how it did didn't work out. I don't want to hear about the fantasy okay, I'll part. Tell you, I'll tell you. You know what? So I've never. Did he have a weird dick? Was his dick weird? Let's just get to it. God damn it. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You ain't seen his dick. No, no, no. I'm a good girl. You took a risk to get COVID. And ain't seen no dick. You don't have a painting of it. Not I'm only you saw it. I don't do. I don't have sex until I like love somebody. First of <laughs> I'm all, like, I'm, I'm like a virgin. <laughs> That's how I know you knew the dating. I ain't asked you if you fucked them. I said, did you see the dick? No, I didn't see the dick. Sure. I know girls would be like, what am I just looking at dicks and then going about my day? No, it's like if you, see a, dick, it's, if you see a dick, it's because you're about to not see it. You know what I mean? Karen, no, Karen. I, I've been on dates with girls be like this, show me your dick. We ain't going back to nowhere unless you show me your dick. And I pull it right you out. She'll be like this, I right, bet. Who are you talking to right now? Do you really think <laughs> I'm going on dates and saying, show me your dick? Is that what you well, think you I'm doing? Well, you should. Yes, you should be. In this quarantine time. Where? In this quarantine. Listen to me. In this quarantine time, why waste time on some foolish conversation if his dick looks <laughs> ridiculous? Just get see the dick first. Can I you ain't got time to waste. I like the idea of a ridiculous dick. Not if his dick is ridiculous. You know what, though? <laughs> like a circus. He was in a boating accident. is just to go on the date. Like, sometimes it's just like get your head out of your ass and like, Go meet someone and have them tell you you're pretty and buy you a drink. And then I don't know what's so interesting in this stuff. We want to know about his dick. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? Yeah. I don't know. He's duff, just probably like all weird and noodly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, sometimes boys got some solid wieners. What's that? What the fuck do I know? I haven't like really been around the globe like that. <laughs> it's called Google. It's called Literally. Google. You're dating it. If you dating it, Google it. <laughs> oh my god! You this can Google how, Dutch dicks. <laughs> this is how virgin I am, though. I did Google. I didn't Google Dutch dicks. I did just Google Dutch people. I was like, what are Dutch people like? What do they even want from me? <laughs> Listen, whoever I'm dating, that's the porn I'm watching right now. Like, whoever's the new girl, I'm like this. Okay, like that's that. my new porn. I agree. They're so blonde. That's what I learned from porn. They're so blonde. They're all so blonde. They're really stunning. So you have watched some. All right. Scandinavian countries in general, although Netherlands not really Scandinavia, you go back five or six generations, they're all related to each other. Yeah, Every I know. I yeah, know. and they're all German. And they're all German. They all ancestry all come from Germany. Because <laughs> that's where real white people come from. If you think you're white and your ancestors don't come from Germany, you ain't white. <laughs> you ain't white. Sorry. Sorry to break the news to you. It's called the book, motherfuckers. <laughs> But anywho, Ralph, how you can so know what happened. So you want to know what happened, and the answer. Oh is, yeah, fuck. Okay, can I say it? Because the answer yeah. is nothing. <laughs> it just like you know, you know what? It's so. Here's the thing. It's did you so, ghost them? We we hung out a couple times. It was really it was fun. He's like a nice cool guy. And there was no chemistry hot time. I saw them together. They had no chemistry. <laughs> Not none. Because he was pissed off. She wasn't wearing a mask. That's why. <laughs> they look like two plastic dolls standing next to each other. <laughs> we look so pretty together. Just two. Oh my god! They around. look like two cartons of vanilla ice cream melting together. <laughs> You've not said one thing that's unappealing. Every single thing is my exact brand. Like vanilla ice cream on top of vanilla ice cream, sprinkled with vanilla ice cream. That's my favorite. <laughs> Just melting. Why didn't, you give him a chance, Why didn't you give him a chance? No, I, I did, but it's like, look, it's really hard for me to. I mean, sexually. I, I, we hung out, 
Um, sporadically. Now, how did you meet him? You met him online. Like, so these online dating apps, do they tell you in it, like, like, you know, on Seamless and all that, they say when the, when the delivery guy comes, you got to be wearing a mask and <laughs> on the dating things, do they say anything about no. masks or COVID? No, but they give you, they, they prompt you. So they like nudge you throughout the thing. They're like, what are you doing? Are you into this or no? And they'll be like, you can do a mask date or you can do a zoom date if you want. I'm like, all right, I'll just do like a regular date. What app is doing? Huh? What app is giving you those prompts? Hinge. Oh, CDC. the new one. Hinge is the one everyone's using now. Yeah, it's. Uh, it seems like Hinge. It seems like Hinge is up on what's going on around us. So if you know, if you seem like you got your, your finger on the pulse, I guess people yeah. going to want to use that. No, Hinge is Hinge has his finger on the pulse. Hinge is good for girls. The guys yeah. on Hinge are pretty great. Hinge is not great for men. I was sat down with my friend and watched him swipe on hinge and it was shocking like the caliber wow. of women and the caliber of men are so opposite on hinge what do you mean what, what do you mean the men are actually there's like a bunch of like successful hotties on hinge yeah. and it's yeah. fun like yeah there's like a great quality of guys okay and on but the women my right. friend was like, my friend was like, hey, you're like a hinge 10. I was like, is that right? I sat down with him and watched him swipe. And I was like, you're not kidding. <laughs> it was shocking. And then I, I'll tell you something on Bumble. Wait, that, that, what's happened. the shocking part? Are they not attractive? Say it. <laughs> They're like jelly monsters. I was, <laughs> I, I was like, what is this? Because, you know, I walk around here. The girls in the city are stunning. Like, it doesn't represent the talent. That's yeah, her. they're not on there. Yeah, they're not they're on not, there. They're not on Hinge. They're on Bumble. The men on Bumble are, I don't know what happened. I don't know why it's like that. It's like, it's actually insulting when I swipe on Bumble. It'll go, Karen, you missed the potential match. And I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I did not miss a potential match. <laughs> have you ever been on Raya? Raya has the hottest girls. For I sure. have Raya. I've been, I'm on Raya, but Raya is so stupid and useless. I hate it. I, I don't have an iPhone, so I don't have it. But um, it's I know that worst. I, I have Hinge because I thought the girls on Hinge were terrible. So I just got off Hinge. Girls on Hinge are terrible. The, everybody on Raya right. is just on Raya to be on Raya. I just like, I'm not a big fan of Raya. I find it to be just like very masturbatory and useless. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like not on them anymore. I just like don't care. It's so exhausting. You know, you'll match with somebody. That must have been a hot, long month. <laughs> it's just exhausting. Like I don't even the process of talking to someone initially and going through like how many times is someone going to ask me, how are you? Like, what's the why are you asking me how I am right off the bat? That's the worst. Karen, I'm this sorry. only matters to you in quarantine. This is only a quarantine matter. This is not a real life thing. Obviously. <laughs> what do you think we're talking about? If the guy is gorgeous and he says, how are you? It's fine. If he's That's not, it's fine. Yeah, no, no. Then it's yeah. a very intelligent question. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. This is what we got to do instead of fucking being, having a regular life. And I hate it. Shut up. Okay, who are you Shut voting up. for? Is everybody ready to vote? It's almost voting time. I hope everybody's registered to vote in America. Hi, Tim. I'm going to register forever. Voting just on spite. You're voting What's on that? Voting for yeah. the, just on spite. For Biden. That's good. Who, who's voting you canceling out with yours? Uh, I'm, I'm voting Biden. Who else? I mean, is there any other choice? Okay. I mean, is there? I don't think so. Okay, who you spite? Who's that spiteful toward, though? George Trump, because he doesn't believe in mail-in voting. Oh, so you want to mail you on saying you said? I'm mailing my vote in for Trump. Oh, okay, I hate you. For Biden. So, Trump? No. For Biden, does my spite Trump. Okay, I get it. I get it. Noted. Now, I mean, do you really have any other choice in this election? Do you think that Trump can still win, though? That's the question, because yeah, I, I'm not totally convinced that he can't. Very no, I, much so. I, I think he can. I, I think he's going to. Today, I'm betting her $500 that he's going to win. I'm betting he's going to win. Who, I who are you him. betting? A friend of mine. I'm betting $500 that Trump will win. I do think he's going to win. I, I agree. I think he's going to win, too. It's going to be a heartbreak. This yeah. one's going to be a heartbreak. I knew that the last one he's going to win, but this one's going to be more heartbreaking. Because um, there's a lot of things at stake right now, and I think it's going to rip this country apart even more. I was actually honestly, I wanted to start a podcast where I interview Trump supporters with the concept of convince me you're not racist. That's all <laughs> possible. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to get a black person first, but they can still be racist. Yeah, <laughs> explain to you either not, you know, borderline have a mental disorder, uh, blindly yeah. Republican. Or racist. Yeah. It's one of those three. Or love Israel. Yes. It's one of those four. Love Israel, is that what you said? That's a lot of it. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot is a love their own money because a lot of people think that he's on the side of their money if you have money, I'm saying. But there comes a point where if you what don't you have anything, 
you you're a part of the problem and that's what yeah. i feel like i i think we're all except hatem we're, we're we're facebook friends i get into wars on my facebook almost on a daily basis because i feel that at this point if i'm not saying something about it i am part of the fucking problem i um, agree and I li- that's why i like i like that a lot of this shit is going down now so because a lot of people pretended like back in the day they was marching with uh, martin luther king on washington and i was here and i was always on the right side of and now all these these same uh, fucking issues uh, face us, and you see motherfuckers yelling "White Lives Matter" like that's not the dumbest shit in the world. Like we don't already know that. Mm-hmm. It's like so you can see how grandparents and now their grandchildren can see. Oh, Pop Pop is a racist. <laughs> all that Martin Luther King shit he told us is bullshit. Had, he marched nowhere. <laughs> he said he don't want to want them in our neighborhood. <laughs> I had a guy DM me uh, a couple days ago with where the money goes when you donate to Black Lives Matter as like a gotcha moment to show me that it was going to some democratic charity or something, right? But it turns Uh out that he was wrong. That's the processing company. So it would be like getting mad at PayPal or believe PayPal because you bought something, right? So then I said to him, if this is the first time you looked up where a charity's money goes, you're probably racist. You're racist. If you look up where UNICEF goes, if you didn't, then you're a fucking racist. Exactly. You ain't looking for the Special Olympics money. You ain't questioning the Kennedys about that. You don't yeah. give a fuck about a make a wish. You ain't you ain't worry about the money about that. It's like so now all of a sudden, it's like that's for the extra scrutiny that black people got to go under. Yeah, I that's mean, racist. I, I really got upset about this. I think I've been handling it pretty well until recently, and I've realized that I've been living in a facade, like a bubble, because I believed, especially in New York, that there wasn't a lot of racism in New York City. I didn't really think she had. And now I'm realizing, fuck, I was wrong. There is a lot of it. I know people hate Jews. I'm Jewish. I've realized it my whole life. And I think secretly more people hate Jews. And the reason why, they can tell you're black by looking at you. They can't tell yeah. you're Jewish. So they're much right. more quiet about the hatred of Jews. Jews are sneaky, right? They just sneak right in there. Because, because, y'all, might, because y'all can get to hear it. It's like, that's the difference. Because some could, some people might not know you're Jewish and say anti-Semitic shit in front of you. But ain't nobody going to think I'm not black and say racist shit in front of me, even though they can see that I'm black and, and still say racist shit because they don't even realize what's racist in their speech. Right. Yeah. It's a number one hit. And the more they try to avoid it in their head, the more you are in your fucking language. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. It really is. A, it's been a, an eye-opening last couple of months, I think, that I didn't realize how many fucking racist people there are. It really was, it, it's really was... Who you had to cut off? Some people, I can tell. Who you had to cut off? <laughs> a, bunch, a bunch of people. Oh, my God. I have uh, friends from high school and college that got into big fights with my mom on Facebook over... Black Lives Matter and Trump. I'm like, dude, what are you fucking doing? Yelling at my uh, mom. What? what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and I had a block. What? They're just like crazy. These people. Because my mom's very outspoken about it, also on Facebook. And I have and they was going at your mother. Going at my mother and doing shit against Black Lives Matter and against Trump and doing things that I mean, you know, for Trump and against Black Lives Matter and like getting into a big argument with my mom. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you getting involved with her? Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. <laughs> I think there's <laughs> a lot of people that that I call like. Um, undercover Trump supporters. Yeah, for sure. You they know, say they're not going to vote Trump, and then they vote Trump. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. they pretend... But a lot of them say it. Huh? Go ahead, Katz. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. No, no. I'm saying they just say, you know, they question everything in a way. It's like, oh, I'm a Democrat. I like I like Biden. But but why is he doing that? But they're actually really a Trump supporter. You know, they, they, Biden. It benefits them. I think Biden's the worst possible option. Absolutely. But it, because he's an old... So, because it can country. be a worse option. It can be Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> of, the, of the candidates we had, I would have. I like oh, okay. the most. I thought but no way they're voting a gay guy in. But I thought he was the smartest of them all. Yeah, what kind of self-respecting gay is he telling us right away? Keep it a secret a little while. Don't you want to make it? <laughs> yeah, Biden and and Kamala Harris, obviously, it's a, it's a bad combination. I just need, Why? How do you feel about Kamala? Kamala's bad. I just need Biden to stay alive until January third, and then we're good. Yeah, I, uh, I, he'll be alive. yeah, I don't, I don't Listen. like the choice of Kamala because I mean, first she's not, she, he's gonna win California anyway, so she's not gonna help him with winning anything new, and her history is is really bad. I mean, you know, with with uh, you know, um, she refused to use DNA to. 
to exaggerate like innocent people until the, she got like court order and she did like there's a lot of shit that they can come up with i think there's other options that could have been well, much better. I, I can i can deal with that part of it what i can't uh what really shocked me is that her husband looked like Tom Willis from the Jeffersons. <laughs> Nobody gonna address that part of it. That, see how they kept it a secret up till she got announced? I know her husband was Tom Willis from the Jeffersons. <laughs> I actually think she's great. I love that. Want- <laughs> they snuck that husband on us, man. Come on now. <laughs> her interrogation skills are amazing. I thought she was great. Anytime I watch her doing that, it's great. I think she'll destroy Pence and the VP. Debate. Oh, she's a great debater, yeah. for sure. And we're all yeah. looking forward to it. Like, I already bought popcorn. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't did. wait to see her destroy him. But, I mean, everyone is, is thinking it's going to be a election week or maybe month, but not election day anymore, you know? Oh, wait. I can't wait to see that Jamaican Indian girl go up against a grown man who calls his wife mother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be classic. It's gonna be classic. It's gonna be like a episode, an episode of Jeffersons. I, I mean, it's gonna be great because she's, she's gonna destroy him, but Trump is gonna destroy Biden. So yeah. it's gonna be. I don't know if Trump's gonna destroy Biden because you know the the Democratic debates were not that long ago, and Biden did pretty well in those. He but was, he's so polite. Like even in the even different. in the debate, he was like, "Oh, everybody's over the time." You know how Trump acts like a Jurassic Park dinosaur yeah. comes behind you. Yeah. You but, know what it's gonna be like. You ever saw the movie uh, Old Grumpy Men? Uh, <laughs> grumpy Old Men? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be scary. I really do believe, I, I told Jen, my friend Jen, I'll, the happiest I'll ever be is giving up that $500 and losing. But we don't, I don't think he's going to leave the White House unless it's a fucking landslide, and it won't be a landslide. But how did we end up here in the first place? How did we end up with two 80-year-olds running for president? And we, like, this, these are all guys. What have we turned into? When, when the baby boomer generation dies off in about another 10 years is when I think it will change. That's yeah. when you're going to be able to skateboard at the White House? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I think we need a big change, you know. McConnell, Pelosi, they're all going to be gone in 10 years. They won't be around anymore. So I think that, that whole thing is going to, there's going to be a regime change in 10 years. But who's, who's moving in? Who's going to be? That. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm sick of all the 30 under 30. Now we have 80 under 80. I like that. It's much, it's much better. You know, the 30 under 30 is very depressing because once you're older than 30, it's like fuck it. But now it's like 80 under 80. You know what? I have a chance. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, we just got some old leaders. It's like, why? What is it about American voting that? Is it because we have a lot of old voters? Uh, most of the people well, that are older. That's why. Most people that vote are older people. I don't vote in But any- they're not 80-year-old people. They're 50, 60. No, most of are, I think, the, the, I read somewhere, I don't know if it's still true, but that the average age of a voter was 65, and, uh, over 65, was the, uh, the most voted group was 65 and older. Oh, because they have nothing else to do. They're like, I can't wait to vote. <laughs> you know? But I think, like, once we have, like, energetic politician, like, like Obama, when he came out, like, he swept the nation just because, like, the energy, like, people were sick of seeing, like, you actually watch your president work out <coughs> and run, you know? Like, that was like, what? You yeah. know? You saw Biden do a back Well, we used to see Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton used to run to the McDonald's, remember? Yeah. And play yeah. with the saxophone, you know? It was, it was, it was cool. You know, so we need politicians like that. I thought that but uh, we had that thing was possibly good. He seemed, yeah. intense, but he we're not scary. right now. It's, it's really, it's really scary. It feels for the first time in my life. Well, when, when George W was in the office too, but now I'm embarrassed to be, in a, it sucks to but be. But here's a, the thing. We went back to, Oh, after JFK got popped. Okay. Boom. He got popped. He was a young dude. He was in his forties. Everybody after that old, 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 old. Then we get to fucking, after that, uh, Bill Clinton was the next young guy. Yeah, Bill Clinton. No, George. That's mad presidents in. George W. was young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you have Clinton, young, and then Al Gore, uh, then the Republicans like, we need a younger dude. So they put W in, and W won. He was in his 40s. Or something yeah, like, it's, it's just 50. Just, when you know, won. W looked like Keith Robinson. W, he was late. After W, then boom, Obama, still young. Here we go. He's still kicking in there. And after a black president, the nation went back to all plantation owners. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. They freaked out. Yeah, Freaked out. Just like after JFK, they popped him so they could get the young dude out. I mean, 
it's something to that is what I'm saying, I think. You think that there is a conspiracy to keep young people out of the presidency? I think the older the, the, the older the candidates, the more racist the country is at the point at that time. <laughs> They're white, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Um, the older the candidates, man, the, 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 we going backward. But I mean, when you make young, young motherfuckers, we going backwards. Somebody's yeah. trying to hold on to something that they used to have. That's what it is. People fear change. That's for sure. Most people. And, and you don't see any young politician across, the, you know, the board, like Congress. There's n- nobody, like a couple of people that's young, you know, and that's it. You know, sat, but it's you know. also these two parties that run this and uh, they decide who moves up in the ranks and not and who ring exactly. you kissing you know and, not, and who gets the money and not. It's these two parties. So they are squeezing the valves on the young motherfuckers because they want to keep their positions too. These motherfuckers we don't even know who run the DNC, RNC, who want to keep their position. So they're doing the same thing in their party to, uh, to younger motherfucking voices That's and fucking ideas. Well, politics is an inherently old game. Like politics is an ancient game and the people who are attracted to it are old people because, or they're like young old people because the process is so elderly. Like the process is so, it's not like, you know, everything else you can just figure out how to do it a different way because we have the means to do it. Like, you know, you don't have to release a special on Netflix anymore. You can just do it on YouTube. But politics is just the same path no matter who you are to get there. And it's an old person's game. So even the people, like, I think that, it is a conservative making thing and that even if you're a young person playing a political game you have this oldness and it olds you up so but it's the like thing is the, but the game but the thing is the power is old not the game the game is whatever yeah. the game is right now the power is old but is like, even if you look at technology, look at technology social media changed that social media changed politics forever because yeah. you don't need to go to Iowa to speak from from Iowa. You don't need a whole fucking plane tickets to do. So social media had already changed that. So it's like that old shit. That's the hype. It's the motherfuckers behind the scenes that's choking new life and choking new voices. And nobody wants to nobody wants to speak to that shit. But that's what it is. Well, we got two eighty year old motherfuckers running together. It's like who the fuck wants that? The two things that would change everything is if we <laughs> in, uh, God bless you. Term limits. Yeah. Term limits. Yeah. The easy way to do that is if you tell all these old people now. You can stay until you die, but then there's term limits. They might vote that in. And then the other thing that I would love to money. see... Money. we got to get money out, too. We had RCV, rate candidate voting, and says, opposed to a polarizing, you're trying to be... Right now, every candidate tries to speak to the base and fuck the other side. And yep. RCV of rank candidate voting, the, the guy with the most votes become president, but the guy with the second most votes becomes vice president. So everybody yeah. tries to pitch to the middle and get the most votes, and that would unify our country more than right now where we're polarizing it. But here's the thing, though. In America, the vice presidency's always been a place to go die politically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Only he, he, recently has that changed. You know, this, this, this race... Bullets changed that. Bullets changed that <laughs> with Teddy Roosevelt and on. <laughs> yeah. But well, it, it's know, usually... That's why Teddy didn't want to be vice president, because it's like, that's where they go to shut you up. Yeah, yeah, that that for the first time we actually know the names of the VPs and like what they do because two old people that might die before nobody knows who was the vice president of anybody. Like yeah. if I tell you any president, like do you know who was? Maybe you do. That will be embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not yeah. gonna give examples. <laughs> but <laughs> but do you know who was uh, JFK's uh, vice president? JFK. Uh- that's a good one. Yeah, I do. That old dude, old white now. That's my point. We didn't care. Just, yeah, we but didn't now care. we know them because they might be actually the presidents, you know? Right. I know one thing about uh, JFK's vice president. He should have picked one that looked more like him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I, think, I think that's the better option to have a young president and an old VP, you know? To it was become... Lyndon B. Johnson, by the way. Yeah, it was Lyndon B. Johnson because he took all yeah, the I knew that. See? Yeah. yeah. You knew that right away, though, didn't you? Got to, got to put a little, you know, weight out there—the cesura, the dramatic pause. But, but LBJ, if listen, if it wasn't for LBJ, he's the one who signed all the fucking uh, civil rights uh, bills into uh, legislation. Because he, after JFK got shot, yeah, exactly. and then he was from Texas, and then he said he ain't want to run for a re-election. LBJ ain't want no part of that shit. That's what Biden said. Biden said he wants to be a one-term transition president. He, didn't say, no, he changed his mind now. Now he said no. Now he's down for two. He did no. Say. When did he say that? That doesn't he mean that he's down for two. Oh, yeah. one thousand years old. He said he would. No matter. Nobody's going to vote for somebody running one term. Yeah, that's why. Because wow. if you just say you just want to do one, that means you just want to do none. Yeah, yeah. He's saying it now that he wants to do it just to make it seem like he wants to be there. 
No shit. Yeah. So, and, well, and that's he, disappointing because I found that I so refreshing. I don't think he means it. I think he's saying it to get people to vote for him because he thinks that that's a turnoff. I thought it was a turn not off. <laughs> On is too strong of a word, but <laughs> I wasn't turned off by it. I thought it was charming. I was like, finally, someone who understands his place in history. But I'm glad that people are finally getting to see the America that if you're older, you know, like you older, older than 30 or older than 35, you've probably seen. I don't believe. You've seen these kind of riots and fucking shit and fires and fucking niggas shutting down the cities. We've seen it. I lived this uh, as a teenager, as a 20-year-old, 30-year-old, fucking five-year-old. Five. <laughs> so it's, it's just it's just refreshing to see, because I think these young kids who got, they even like, they want to say more like, that ain't our world, that's y'all world. Mm. We don't want that shit. Leave that shit back with y'all. <laughs> I and I see more and more young people saying that kind of thing, so I, I'm refreshed by that. I grew up in Brooklyn, and I remember on Kings Howe and Con Avenue, it happened every once in a while where people would just be running down the street screaming race war. And yeah. Yeah, baby, race war. Right the show. In my time, because I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go, kids. I told you. See, I think you guys got it all wrong here in the United States, because I'm from the Middle East. You know, we have the results of the election first, and then it's got to No. <laughs> like we know who's the president. Do you want to do a plug? Do a pluggy plug before you bounce. Follow me everywhere at I am Ralph Sutton. The SDR show is now twice a week and yeah. uh, 23 shows on Gas Digital. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Nice yeah, to great to see you, brother. Stay safe. Be good, guys. Bye. Bye that was lovely. Shut up, Karen. I so, Hato, let me get this straight. So, y'all get the results first and then vote. <laughs> yeah, we know who's the president first and then we go vote. You know, so it's more relaxing, <laughs> you know, because you already know who's going to be the president. And our terms are 35 years each. <laughs> and there is no VP. You see, it's so much simpler. You know, life is so good over there. It's just like... What was up, Bill, with that uh, big meeting at, uh, was it in uh, Saudi? Oh, no, it wasn't Saudi. Well, there was a big meeting with Jared uh, Kushner yeah. this week in Middle East. You know the meeting I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Palestinians uh, are pissed off. Now, explain. Do you know about it? Explain to the listeners. Uh, what the, well, I mean, like, is, is Jared Kushner tried to justify his, uh, you know, he made a plan for peace between Israel and Palestine, you know, and it's uh, uh, the Palestinians didn't like it. But he did something intelligent, actually, uh, to give him credit. Is like for the first time, he, he, he's, he wants to start with the economic benefits first and then the political yeah. stuff, you know. Like that's, going to, but that's the rich people going to benefit first. The rich people are going to do their business and be like, this, hey, everybody's all right. Exactly, exactly. So he kind of like Jewish, he wanted Jewish the whole country, like Palestine and Israel. Uh, under. Uh, Did you say he wants to Jewish it? Yeah, Jewish it. <laughs> you know. uh, I can't let it go. What do you mean? <laughs> he want to make everybody, you know, you know what I mean, you know. Like he I, want, I, he want to make, I would love for you to tell well, me. Well, well this, is, this is what I like about that plan is he, he tells people like, listen, life could be good. You can have hospitals, you can have beautiful, you know, uh, schools, all that. And then we'll talk after that about what you need to do to get that. But let's build schools. Let's do this. Let's do that. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, so this was the first time that an Israeli plane flew into where? Where did he? Uh, where did they have this meeting? I forget the. Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. And it was the first time that an Israeli plane landed in Qatar. And he came out, and he and that's why the Palestinians feel like they've been betrayed, betrayed by these other Muslims, this Muslim state, for even having the meeting with these Israelis. Come on, Hatsum, show me you your anger. What? To be fair, the Palestinians are constantly betrayed. You know, they're not betrayed by Israel. They're betrayed by the other Muslim states nonstop. This what do you mean by betrayed, exactly? Because this could have been, because look, I would say this, and this Ooh, might be a little controversial. This is a bit, what, what, okay? I would say that Muslim countries have an obligation to other Muslims. And the fact that the Palestinians have a refugee problem and are not all from Israel, they're also from Jordan and surrounding areas, means that the billions of Arabs that surround them have a moral obligation to help them out, to repatriate them, to give them a place to live or whatever. And they've never, ever done it. A they've place never... to live somewhere else? Yes. But, no, a place to live somewhere else. That's your plan. No, they should have to move out. They should have to move yeah. out. They, they could have been absorbed. They could have been absorbed by an, another Arab country with 
a ton of money to help these people out at any They get a ton of money. They can, absorb, they can also be absorbed and stay on their land and their property, though. They can still send them a help and relief and exactly. weapons. Which, which, which they do. And they can still stay on their property. And that's, that's the, the point. Exactly. We don't want, exactly. We don't want them to go somewhere else. That's, that's their right. It's their country to stay there, you know? So, yeah, yeah, they give them a lot of money. However, the politicians are corrupt and they take that money and yeah. not give it to the people, you know? So, yeah, you got you to gotta make a difference between, you got to understand between Palestinian people and Palestinian politics, you know, right. or, or politicians, you know? Yeah. But, um, it's you know, like living in Brooklyn. Not, we're not going anywhere, Ken. Yeah, it's like somebody's living in Brooklyn and then Brooklyn getting taken over and somebody's saying, oh, don't worry, come down to Jacksonville. We'll take yeah. care of you. <laughs> come yeah, to exactly. Jacksonville. We got all the resources. Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> well, you make, be an idiot to not go to Jacksonville? What kind of a dumb yeah, thing? Yes, yes, I'm an idiot. I'll be an idiot too. Go to Jacksonville. I'm fighting for Brooklyn, baby. You're in me. BK, Brooklyn. Nigga. But you can't have Brooklyn, so. I got it already. You guys are going to have to make a choice. <laughs> I know what to tell you. Life's not fair. Yeah. Oh, look at oh, Gary. She's going to get ran up on. <laughs> I know what to tell you guys. Um, life's not a picture. Oh, How do you think? You wanted them to beat it and get absorbed into another town. <laughs> Ken, all you need is a nice Palestinian guy knock you out one time and You're then right. you'll be like, You're right. <laughs> I've been missing for my life. I'd be like, what? What's Israel doing? What the fuck is this? Well, exactly. That's my question. What would happen to the land that they leave <laughs> if they did get absorbed somewhere else? Could they like keep it and rent it out to like, I don't know, visitors and stuff? Or it's called subletting Sherrod. Get it together. <laughs> Airbnb or all that land would be taken like the rest. It's called sublease. <laughs> You think it's gonna be a big Airbnb thing going on? It's <laughs> uh, hilarious. Karen's Israeli, and she knows it. <laughs> she knows it from deep down. She's Israeli. She wants them to leave. That's what she wants. Trump. Israelis want Trump to win. They want Trump to win, and they know it. Yeah, All Israelis yeah. want Trump to win. You'll always have Palestinians there, Karen. Listen to me. You're gonna have Mamoun's shop in every corner. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> Is Mamoun a Palestinian? Yeah, no. I think I think Syrian actually. Syrian, Syrian. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I knew that white BMW came from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that. Oh shit! You and your dumb nine. What's going on? With these uh, these New York things behind you bugs me. <laughs> oh, this is just to hide because uh, you know uh, I I just got the call now that it'll be in the show and I have my whole thing planned for the attacking the Jews, so I have to hide it. <laughs> you that like, with that Mets hat, you look like Keith Hernandez on SNNY. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to blend in, Shawad, just trying to blend in. Hey, Keith, you ever think about getting back on that diamond? <laughs> <laughs> you bugged me with all your New York and American stuff. Stop trying to hide, Hatem. They know you. I am more American than anybody ever. That's true. <laughs> no one is more American than me. You understand? I'm Send the Trump <laughs> You know, by the way, speaking of, uh, of, of the Trump, uh, you know, uh, he got many strokes and he said he didn't get it. The mini strokes thing, you heard about that? No. But he had a couple of strokey strokes? Yeah, but he, he denies it. He said it didn't happen. Because he's the healthiest man. He said his doctor said he was in... The, the best condition, yeah. the, of the superb condition, just the best. But, uh, but you see, here's my point, though. It's like, I, don't, I believe him. I don't think he got many strokes, because if he got strokes, they're going to be huge and great. <laughs> but not many. He, he's anything. He hates the word many. He's like, no, huge. <laughs> Whenever I hear many strokes, I think of Gary Coleman from different strokes, because he was many. <laughs> Oh, there man. we go, huh? Still got it, man. Where are you, Shawan? I'm off the grid, baby. You know me, off the grid. I see all these pictures, like you're like in that exotic island or something. Where the hell are you? You better believe it, goddammit. Listen, Living I have very life. rich friends who like me to be comfortable, hot Tim. They don't want me out here, you know. They know I missed the stage. They know I'm going through a lot. So they want me on a private island. So what? Should I say no? To the, just, just I hope five years from now we don't see a documentary about that private island. Landing in that island. They did tell me to pick up some jump ropes. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back crayons and jump rope. What? <laughs> uh, Wait, what? <laughs> 
cry, cry. Now I'm off grip. I'm just, you know, just trying to, I'm just, listen, I hate not being able to perform. It's like, I took these first seven, seven months of standing up, man. But these next couple months, man, this is when it's, it's, it's hurting. It's hurting. Yeah. It's hurting. It's hurting. Uh, Especially like somebody like you, like I know you for over 20 years now, and I don't think I ever seen you taking one night off. And you'll do like five shows a night, you know? Yeah. It's just like, like that's all your life, you know? That's what, that's what you do and you enjoy. So, so go from there to nothing. It's crazy. I ain't been off stage this long in 20 years. Yeah. And so, ever, ever. Since I started, ever. I never, ever. And I'm saying most, anybody who does comedy, most of us ain't been off this long now. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, Unless you work for a movie or something or you Eddie Murphy. <laughs> most <laughs> motherfuckers ain't been off stage this long. If you're a working comic, this is way too, seven months? No, nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Without doing one show, until, nobody's doing that. So this how, is like- Are you optimistic? Good. What do you think is going to happen? I was. I was optimistic. Now I'm just mystic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm hoping January now. <laughs> and that's realistic. And that's yeah. a long time from now. Yeah. But maybe, so when, uh, once the restaurants to New York open, then maybe that, in that category, you get the clubs open. But you yeah, can't I go mean, there are some clubs open in Long Island and Jersey and... You know. I said New York, not where savages yeah. live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I to, uh, shout out to the Hamptons and Sack Harbor. Anyway, if you... Sorry, <laughs> <to the show. laughs> <laughs> guys. No, no, not here. I'll be inward. <laughs> you, know, anyway. I'll, you know I'll have the first show in the city. You know that, right? I'm counting on it, buddy. The first indoor show? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I get that. Okay, great. I'm sure the club, like even, you know, audience is going to be still apprehensive about going into small comedy clubs still. So well, you might well, get some of that. You might get some loyal fans be like this, they ready to come. And then it's going to be like, you know, when you perform and it's a Jewish holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the crowd's going to be. No, but this, but, this is, but this is how, you know, my show is going to be different. Because I think the first show is coming back, I'm going to do them on rooftops. Because I think it's more comfortable. People are doing rooftops now. Yeah. People are doing rooftops now. No, nah, not, not in New York City. Yes. But here's what you forget. Yeah, they did a rooftop show in New York. You forget this. Uh, it's a six-floor walk-up, so you got to walk that shit, you and your crab, or you got to do, because the elevators, you got to get on one at a time. Oh, no. <laughs> you and me are taking the elevator. The people are going to... So you know, you're going to one at a time, so you gonna get, if you get 50 people in the audience, it's going to take three hours to seat everybody. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, like, uh, people will be there already. You know, <laughs> the audience will be there. Yeah, you yeah. have a helicopter bring people in. Have some. <laughs> what about we, the we'll do, shows we'll do landing? We'll land. We'll land you. Show up like Michael Jackson. <laughs> land me right on top. Yeah, somebody <laughs> I knew did. They had a well, they had a rooftop show somewhere in uh like East Side, Lower East Side. I was like, good luck with it. And then they told me that yeah, they all have to walk up six flights to get to the roof. So everybody's winded. And when you get up there, it's for people to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, but they're doing shows outdoors. Like, why isn't the seller doing outdoor shows? It's, Where? It's illegal it's to uh, produce oh, outdoor, a ticketed oh, outdoor show. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like Stand Up New York, they're doing free shows in the park and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I've been doing. Ticket, you can't, yeah, you can't do like, ticket. Yeah, you, but you can't, yeah, because you gotta, wow. yeah, you gotta get out. Wow, that's fucked. Yeah. But uh, usually the Cafe Wall, they got uh, the upstairs thing right there, that theater part where they got the performers. They got like a Brian Stevens and the guys uh, singing like 6 p.m. Yeah. at night right there. So they singing. They singing out to... Yeah, to I don't the, get like uh, no comedy, audience. like music. Yes, I don't get it. Because comedy don't work like that. Comedy ain't built for that shit. Comedy is timing. And you can't have a horn going off and bird shit. <laughs> and it's like, that, that ain't comedy. That ain't stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> stand-up is a well-timed, fucking capsulized fucking situation. You got to capsulize it. You can't have all these out the... Because the motherfucker on stage got to be in charge of all that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's too much of a... And then somebody yelling something to throw you off and... The sound got outside got to be impeccable, and that's yeah. usually not the case. 
You know what? Let's be honest, though. It's not going to be January. It's going to be like it's going to be like spring, summer next year. You have to get everyone vaccinated. You have to get everyone untraumatized from this. Like people don't want to be, and I don't want to sit next to anyone indoors. Like fuck that. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. they're hot. But it'll be tourists. It's a hot Palestinian, one hundred percent. I'm so excited. <laughs> Once they let tourists and shit back in, but what Broadway's gonna uh, lead the way as far as performing live in New York, like yeah. they always do. If yeah. Broadway ain't open, you ain't open. That's how it works. Yeah. So yeah. once they start back, I'm thinking that we'll start back, and I'm thinking like the holiday season, they they gonna probably try to give out. I don't know. Don't but forget that. It- but don't January. forget that it's a huge liability. Like people don't even have enough insurance to cover what happens if there's an outbreak yeah. because they open too soon. And yeah. actually, the, the, the there's oh, a no. a lawyer uh, for for um, you know uh, event open events, and he said uh, people can sue you, but they're not gonna win because you can't That's prove they get Yeah, you yeah. cannot get you can you cannot prove that you got the virus within certain place. You know why? But well, South Korea, Korea. But South Korea can prove it. They track. <laughs> They've been tracking since day one. South Korea, you get sued, baby. It's true. <laughs> yeah, and when you talk, I, did it. And, and when you say it shows in uh, Broadway, you mean like that? Like when I have a show uh, starting charade in Broadway, is that the one you talk? That's about? right. Yeah. That's right. When I'm playing fiddler. I'm playing fiddler on the roof. Uh, this coming October. So when everybody check that out. <laughs> a black city, baby. <laughs> uh, that's it's been a great episode. Yeah, y'all had fun. Yeah, amazing! Another great episode, guys. Uh, race was I just, party on the show. <laughs> it just sausage here and sausage here. We got some, uh, yeah, we got some more broads coming on. Some broads coming through. Uh, yeah. Hatham, you want to do some pluggy plugs? Sure, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at at Hatem NYC. That's hate and then M NYC. And uh, my pod, my podcast, Live from America podcast, with my uh, Jewish friend Noam Dorman at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, yes, I tried. You gotta come back, man. Yeah, I'm coming back. Uh, coming back on. Uh, y'all, right. um, Noam is going crazy too. I talked to that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. losing his mind too. Everybody's losing their minds, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not opening the. I mean, when you go from having like three comedy clubs that busy 17th shows a week, you know, it's just to nothing. It's crazy. So know? zero. It's not easy, man. We got to, God willing, man, we all going to hang on and get to the other side of that shit. Yeah, but not, not the other, other side. <laughs> the other side. Yeah. You don't want to go the other side. No, no, no. Karen, want to do a plug plug? Her, um, it's Karen Margolis on everything. K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S. Um, Two Black Guys with Good Credit podcast, Nerdgasm on Compound Media. And that's it. I'll see you next week. Yay, what an episode. Make sure you check out Small Ball, available on Apple Music and Spotify, comedy sports show. Got a lot of great episodes on there, man. Check it out, Small Ball. Uh, playoff times. It's so good in sports right now. Oh my God, that bubble is turning into uh, the best thing in the world. I'm glad they took all those millionaire blacks and made them live in one bubble. <laughs> What's going to happen? Uh, who knows? America's voting. <laughs> all right, guys. Love you. Love you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah.